Good morning, everyone. It is Neon and Beyond. I'm your host, Steph McKenzie. I appreciate you taking the time as we check in and get things started in the next hour to get you up close and personal with great things that continue here in Clark County, Southern Nevada, and the greatest state ever, that is Nevada. Things that you can get involved with on volunteering or looking for a new organization or expanding your horizons. And if you're looking for assistance on ways to navigate through the new normals that we live in, we've got you covered there as well. Also want to remind you that I love hearing from you, so please keep those emails coming. It's Steph, S-T-E-P-H, McKenzie, Steph at point, P-O-I-N-T 97.com. So Steph at point 97.com. So there you go. I'd love to hear from you more and more each and every week. Thank you so much for that. Let's jump into our first guest kicking things off this morning as we are celebrating June. The whole month of June is National Reunification Month. What does that mean for everyone listening? Well, we're going to find out more from our next guest, Shelby Riley. She is the Rural Nevada Foster Recruiter. Good morning, Shelby. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Stephanie. I appreciate you joining us this morning from the Foster Care Division of Child and Family Service and a lot of things to get through. First, let's start with June and National Reunification Month and what reunification means and what that means specifically for what we're talking about in this segment. Yeah. So again, June is National Reunification Month. Most children that enter foster care ultimately have a plan to reunify with their family when safe to do so. And that is typically the main focus and goal of foster care is to give families second chances and to reunify them. Um, Foster parents are a big part of helping make reunification possible, Um, whether that's being a mentor to our families or being someone, another person in their team or corner, um, and someone that can really help them gain trust in the system and gain trust that they can improve their family situation um, for better tomorrows. So when we really talk about the reunification, that lends us to some things as far as, you know, the the... The pros and the cons as far as being a foster family, but it's ultimately a good thing. And being that in between is such a, such a cool thing. Absolutely. Um, We really like to say in our office that love is never wasted. Um, Any time that a child spends in your home, or um, even if that's a day or a month or a year, that time is never going to be forgotten by that child and that love and time and patience And just being able to give whatever that child needs is so important, and they're going to carry that with them forever. So, you know, one of the things we like to talk about, let's start first of all on the side of what people don't always like to talk about, but neglect and things happen in homes, right? No one's perfect. So 64%, the highest percentage that I've read for reasons children are removed. Can you give us some of those of what neglect looks like? Yeah, so some types of neglect can look like medical neglect or um, failing to meet medical needs um, for any kinds of reasons, whether that be financial reasons or lack of resources or um, lack of understanding. It can be inadequate supervision, so um, there's not an adult to properly supervise the children um, maybe at any given time or maybe at some times. Um, That can look like inadequate shelter or food, um, especially during right now in everyone's um, housing market crisis. This is always a common occurrence. 
It can look like environmental neglect if the environment um, poses any risks to children and harm. And it can look like failure to protect, um, which is when we're talking about domestic violence and there is no adult in the home that is able to protect the children from witnessing or being a part of that domestic violence. Um, a lot of these situations come down to absolute family crises. Um, a lot of neglect situations are not because parents don't love their children or mean any bad intent for their children, um, but it is a clear um, picture that shows us that these families are struggling and they need more support than they're not already getting. Well, and on the other side of people listening this morning, I highly encourage if it's something you can do, you know, open up your home and help because it just makes such a big difference for these kiddos, right? Absolutely. Um, when we don't have enough foster homes in any given community, we are faced with the risk of displacing children from their own communities. And when we're talking about rural Nevada, we are talking about taking kids very far away from 60 miles to 100 miles to as much as 300 miles away from their community. So we're not only separating them from their home and everything that their normal is, but now we're taking them from their friends, their teachers, or really any kind of sense of familiarity they may have during this stressful time in their life. And they're really only a victim in this entire situation. Absolutely. This morning, we're talking with Shelby Riley. She is with the Rural Nevada Foster Recruiter, and she is helping us this morning understand more about June and what June means for all of us listening this morning and National Reunification Month and helping, you know, families that have gone through adversities and helping kids that are actually caught up in between things that are no fault of their own, but how you can help and be a foster home this morning. And specifically, you guys are really going to be... Um, in Pahrump working, right? Yes. So you can meet us in person this month on June 25th at the Nye Community Coalition from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. We are going to be hosting a foster parent panel. And I love these events because it's a great opportunity to humanize the foster care experience maybe ask questions that you never have the opportunity to ask, and meet some of our important child welfare team members. Um, we invite foster parents, former foster youth, social workers, court specialists, um, and other foster care team members to um, basically give a Q&A session. Um, we ask many frequently asked questions that people may have about the foster care system, and we open the floor to the audience to ask questions that they may have. Um, there's no dumb questions, and we invite anyone to come and learn more about what we're providing families in our system and how you can help them, including becoming a foster parent, becoming a volunteer, or helping provide through donations or service projects. Well, and I think it's so interesting that in 2019, there were eight foster family homes, and this is specifically Pahrump we're talking about. Um, and a loss of four ho foster homes in the last three years, right? Yes. Unfortunately, with the onset of our pandemic, and for many different reasons during that pandemic, we saw a loss of our family foster family homes statewide, um, and we especially took a hit in Pahrump. Um, Pahrump has always notably been um, a, a 
community that has stepped up to provide a lot of advanced foster care homes. So um, foster homes that are designed and trained to meet more of the more challenging behaviors that some children may possess. Um, that's always been a, a big highlight and strength that I've seen in Pahrump, Um and it, um, we are trying to bounce back at this point. Um, but I think that it's going to take time, and um, this pandemic has really displayed, um, you know, what, um, sorry, um, displayed that, um, that this really um, affected our homes. Um, last year, we had um, teenagers um, and other um, children that had to spend the night with social workers in hotel rooms while or in the office while we were finding homes or group homes for them to go to. Um, so when there's not enough homes, um, we are there with them, and this issue just doesn't go away unless we're able to get more homes in our community. And, and how, you know, if we're, if we're kind of on the verge or we've been thinking about it or we don't really know a lot about it, explain what the process from beginning to end as a, you know, a mom or a dad or somebody, anybody that wants to open their home, how does it look? Yeah, so our licensing process is about six to eight months in total. Um, so you don't have to feel rushed to get everything done right away. Um, we really give you a lot of time to um, really thoughtfully decide that this is um, going to be something right for your family. Um, the first step you would do is visiting our website at www.rulenvfostercare.com and you'll see a blue Get Started button at the bottom of the page. You'll click that to create your online account. Um, from there, I will reach out to you personally, answer any questions you might have, and walk you through some of the paperwork process. Once you have that online account, all of the paperwork and documents and forms that you're asked to sign and fill out will all be online for you. This July, we'll be holding our online foster parent training with a live teacher, and that's going to be 27 hours total that goes across four weeks at a time. Once you're done with training and your paperwork, you go through a home inspection and home study process where we interview your home um, and get an understanding on how your home functions and how we can best support you supporting children in crisis. Well, I also want to point out, too, you can be single and or you can be married to provide foster care. You can work full-time and foster, and you don't need to own your own home. And the foster care reimbursement paid for the room, boarding and clothing, and, you know, that's not the main reason to get involved. Really, it's about love, and it's about helping these kids. And I can tell you from personal experiences that this is a much more rewarding um, act and it just fills your heart and and I know that Shelby will say the same thing I mean we can't stress this enough that if it is something you've been thinking about if you know are like what can I volunteer what can I do this is a really great program absolutely and it really goes full circle because when you're being a foster parent you're not only helping that one child but you're helping an entire family unit you're helping them get back on their feet, and you're helping contribute to hopefully having that family contribute to the better part of society and the community, um, and that's extremely needed. We deal with our families that are the most vulnerable and the most at risk in our societies, and it is a big ask to step up and help these families. 
again, it is absolutely rewarded, rewarding, and it's absolutely needed. And Shelby, for those listening this morning, like, yeah, I'm going to look more into this. I want to do this. What's the first step? The first step, again, would be to visit our website at www.rulenvfostercare.com. Click on the blue Get Started button and create your account. From there, I will give you a call and we will go through the rest of the process and I'll answer any questions you have as well. Well, Shelby Riley has joined us this morning. She is the Rural Nevada Foster Recruiter and a lot of great insight. And of course, this month in June, we are celebrating things that you can get involved with. And mainly, more importantly, June is National Reunification Month. And again, when are you going to be in Pahrump? Because looking to have that need filled immediately. Yeah, our foster parent panel is June 25th at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Nye Community Coalition. Um, and there's absolutely no commitment. Um, it's just completely informational, um, and you can come and just learn more. Awesome. Well, Shelby, thank you so much. I know that you guys work really, really hard tirelessly. A lot of changes have happened in the past almost three years through all of this and looking for foster care. The need is huge. And so anyone listening this morning, please go and at least check it out. That's rulenvfostercare.com. And Shelby Riley has joined us this morning. I appreciate your time, Shelby. Thank you for all of your work and good luck with everything in the future. And I'm sure we'll talk real soon. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Shelby. All right. Bye. Bye.